Mr. Olympia results may shock you. <laughs> the speculation will cause controversy. It's Just it's every clickbait title we can fit. <laughs> Is Never 2023 Olympia canceled? <laughs> <laughs> Alien potential at 2023 Mr. Olympia? <laughs> what, would be, what would be another one? Would be like uh, Arnold canceling the Olympia for his show? Like what? No, no, no! I got a, I I got a good one. Coach Greg yells at all Olympia competitors. <laughs> Rich Piana back from the dead at the Olympia. <laughs> from the grave. From yeah, he's he had he just My rose God, from the grave to the Olympia. The be- he's back. You can hear the music. <laughs> the heart style is coming already. <laughs> but yeah, hey guys, it's uh. It's one week out from Olympia, so we are uh, we're we're putting down our predictions. We're uh, we're putting down our bets. We're we're getting ready for the big time. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Today we'll be going over who we think is going to place where. Um, it's all just the the thing with the like really only a couple of these are like yeah, I basically guaranteed this is how they're going to place. But outside of like basically first place in each division that I have down is like, it could literally be basically anybody at this point. Like so many of men's open competitors, classic and men's physique, which we'll be going over today. So many of them are like, whether or not they show up, you know, peaked, uh, how their conditioning is actually going to be on stage. Um, whether or not, you know, their Instagram photos or something like that, or even like truthful in a sense, like they're actually showing like their true physique or if it's like, you know, heavily filtered and all of that. So all of that's going to kind of play a play a role because like none of these guys we actually see in person. So it's like we can't really say what these guys are actually going to look like on stage. And also you got to keep in mind that even even if their photos were not altered in any way, how they look in the gym is going to be very different to how they look on stage. And on top of that, stage photos, when we see stage photos, when the show does come around, look very different than what people look like on stage. So yeah. what the judges see versus what we see in photos and videos may be completely, two completely different things. So we're just going to kind of speculate, see what we think could be the top five in each division and kind of just go over that and why we think that potentially. And for anyone who doesn't know, the Olympia is starting this week, it goes from Thursday all the way to Sunday. Um, I think pre-judging is what Saturday and then the actual, uh, actually, or sorry. Yeah, I think prejudging I Saturday say, and then usually they do prejudging Saturdays. I think. Um, yeah, that and then Sunday they the come out with their. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, the official schedule for the Olympia. Let's see. So. Because I know tickets. the first couple of days are just uh, you know, meet and greets and exposes and stuff like that. So Friday is the prejudging. For two twelve, in in men's it's just two twelve, um, and then let's see, Friday finals is two twelve. So two twelve is done Friday. Um, okay. Mister Olympia prejudging is Friday as well at six p.m. And okay. then from there, there Saturday is classic Zeke. And men's physique, and then obviously wheelchair Olympia uh, pre-judging. 
And then let's see. The finals are also wheelchair on, on Saturday. And then uh, Saturday finals, men's physique, Mr. Olympia, and classic. So Sunday, there actually isn't any finals. So um, Saturday, it's – so to break it back down, Friday, prejudging Mr. Olympia. Saturday, prejudging and finals, classic and men's physique. So all three finals are on Saturday, but um, Mr. Olympia prejudges Friday night. That's a, that's the only separation there. Um, yeah, which fucking sucks for for Mr. Olympia competitors, in my opinion. That sucks. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a long time that you got to be dialed in. Yeah, and on top of that, I want to say finals actually does play a role in your placing as well. I'm pretty sure. Like, it's not like you could, like, show up perfect to preach it and then show up to, like, shit to finals and they'd reward that, you know? So, well, we'll see how I, I have in my predictions something going down in the finals, like, that affects the, the actual placement. So, we'll, we'll get into that when we get to, uh, for, to uh, Classic. All right. Sounds good. I think I know what direction they're going <laughs> in, but we'll see. Um, so, I guess we could just start with, like, Men's Open. Um, sure. Yeah, that's that's the uh, it's the blowout. The one. There's there's, but but it's 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 no competition. <laughs> yeah, I mean, of course, we both got Derek Lunsford first. I mean, come on. Yeah. If, come on. If, I mean, he if, was if anybody wants to see, yeah, if if anybody wants to see, just take a look at his Instagram stuff, right? Like as of late, because I mean, Paul and I send each other stuff almost on the daily about what this dude posts. Like he's got muscles on his back. That I didn't know existed. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I know the human anatomy. Yeah, I know I know human anatomy pretty darn well, and he's just got muscles I've never seen before. <laughs> and Seek is uh, his. Well, this is the thing: is that we don't know if these photos are filtered or anything like that. But seeing his photos know, right now, yeah. in comparison to his Olympia prejudging quality, it's like his rhomboids are sticking out like an extra inch in comparison to last year's prejudging. So that's really interesting to see. Um, but we'll see how he actually peaks. I mean, he, we, a lot of people had him for like top three. Then once you saw him on stage, it's like, fuck, this guy could actually win. But then Heidi Chupin took it, uh, which I agree with. We, we talked about it last year. You know, I agree with the placement, but like, once we saw Derek up there, it's like, fuck dude. Like he's, <laughs> he's totally going to fucking win. And then now that we see him where he is now and he looks leaner and bigger than he did last year like it's gonna be crazy um yeah so we'll see how that goes but i do have him first sorry there's a bug anybody's watching the video just see my swipe the camera um it's your fist bump you're like yes yeah fist, yeah <laughs> i'm just grabbing the air but uh we'll see how he, we see how he places i mean i'm excited to see his physique he looked insane last year so it's gonna be exciting stuff you know yeah for sure i mean uh, he just brings a different package like you know men's open continues to be you know essentially who can take the most drugs and survive and it's like he's really really getting there yeah i mean it's he's just bringing a bit more symmetry and aesthetics back you know which is great yes very few men's olympia competitors have aesthetic physiques you know so we'll see how that goes when when we cross that line. But I mean, as far as like the other placements, I mean, there's a lot of other people I'd rather place higher 
Like I want Rick and Grimes to place really high, but he's not gonna. I know he's not. Um, so I I actually have him in the three. I have him in the three. We have Rick and Grimes top three. I'm the, I'm pulling hard for him. I I've been, <laughs> I fanboy over Regan, and I I'm pulling hard for him this year. Interesting. See, I have and, like probably like maybe top ten. I'm not even writing down a top ten list, but like maybe top ten. I would hope. Yeah. But there's so many other competitors I think that are gonna go past him. I think for him, it really just comes to how. Uh, like how low his, he can get his body fat and all that because he has the size. It's just how how diced can you get and also you know like you brought up like your aestheticness. How how good can you make yourself look? Because men's open can it can be tough to make yourself look good in the eyes of you know the judges, especially I mean, like people anybody who's not in the bodybuilding world looks at men's open and says that's disgusting. But we enjoy it, but. You know, I I think for him, because looking at some of his past shows and whatnot, when he comes in, he comes in nice, but like, I feel like there's always a little bit more that he could have peaked, you know? I mean, he's gotten his conditioning a lot better, especially under Hani. I'm pretty sure he's on the, under Hani Rambod. Or maybe he's Milos Sarkiv. I always get them fucking mixed up. Actually, I think it's Milos. Um, Yeah, it's 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 Milo Sarkev. So under Milo Sarkev, um, I think that he's gonna his condition is gonna be even better. He has done pro shows in order to get qualified for the Olympia. So hopefully he comes in conditioned. I think his problem is actually the opposite. I think it's his size that's gonna end up being the problem. Um, he doesn't too much size. Have no, he doesn't quite have the size that the other competitors do. Oh, um, interesting. Okay. Yeah, he had to take a whole year off from the Olympia to put on size, uh, just because he didn't have the size a couple of years ago. Which he has a lot more size now. Don't get me wrong, but I think he could use some more size. I think that he could benefit from that. So uh, we'll see. And how the that problem goes. is he doesn't he doesn't post with other people, so it's tough to see the comparison shots. You know, this is true. This is also true. Um, so I mean, I, hopefully top ten, but he hasn't placed well in the past. I'd love to see him in the top, you know, three, five, whatever, but um, it's all just up to the judges and they don't typically look on Regan favorably. So we'll see how that goes. But um, for overall, my top five, which this could be really, honestly, any of these four could really go in any direction. I think it's just like these next, this next list I'm going to list off is like theoretically two through five, but it could be any combination you know it doesn't necessarily mean that like i think that you know who's gonna get second is gonna get second i mean he could but if he places third i'm not surprised you know so for second i have hottie chupin for third i have nick walker fourth Mm -hmm. i have hunter labrada and five i have samson dowda um i think any of those could trans transfer i think a lot of it's going to come down to whether or not they peak properly um how they look on stage like hunter beat nick last olympia but i i don't know if they're gonna they like nick has just got such a fucking freaky physique that they are probably going to reward that at the end of the day and i think hottie could place really really well we know that he won last year i think it just comes down to his peaking because he's on the older side so it's hard to say whether or not he's going to show up 
peaked and I hope he does. I hope he gets first or second, you know, he deserves it. But um, with knowing where Derek's at being on the younger side, peaked like crazy last year, he looked amazing. So um, we'll just see how that goes. Nick versus Hunter. I don't think either one really has an aesthetic physique at all. Um, Hunter does look fucking wild though. He comes in a lot of time, very lean prior to a show and then he misses his peak. It's just, he's got that, that big Rami, you know, uh, issue there where he looks crazy. Like he, four, four weeks out, he posted and he looked fucking dicey the gills, but then, you know, sometimes you show up to a show and he doesn't quite look the way he, he showed himself on Instagram. So I hope he gets yeah. placed in top five or top three, even for that matter, but we'll see. And then Samson Dowda is just, everybody's a fan of Samson Dowda. I'm not the biggest fan of him. I don't like his physique at all really, but, um, just knowing his potential, I think he could potentially place top five. So we'll, well on what you brought up with, with their physiques, Nick Walker's physique actually scares me. Like he's that wild. like <laughs> it's, and it's also like his posing faces or not posing his flexing faces. Obviously his posing one, he doesn't do it cause he's in a routine and everything, but his flexing yeah. faces, it just scares me. Like I genuinely like don't think like there, there's, there's a lot of people I think I could like, you know, take a hit from, I don't think I could take a hit from him. <laughs> <laughs> He has a, his legs are, well, not to mention his veins, but his legs, the reason his legs look so fucking weird is because of ingrown hairs. Uh, people don't realize it, but it's ingrown hairs. He shaves his legs or buzzes them like I do. And a lot of times I'll get ingrown hairs as a bunch of red dots and shit. And it makes your legs look freaky. So yeah, I, his hams, especially whatever he does for the underside of his legs, like it looks crazy in video. It's because of ingrown hairs. Um, and then obviously his, uh, all of his, uh, veins and shit are fucking wild. His veins have gotten yep. really bad again. So it's our it's top freaking. fives are pretty similar outside of my aggressive Regan guess. I, <laughs> I also have, yeah, that's that I, I'm probably going to eat my I'm rooting for the Panthers one, for but... the bowl this year. Panthers for the Super Bowl. They're going to win. <laughs> that's like what you're saying right that's now. So. Like that's, <laughs> <laughs> You know what? No, Regan's winning. I'm kidding. There's an article recently um, that said the Panthers are the worst team in NFL right now. <laughs> oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. There's no question. Well, like, but for those that didn't understand that analogy, that's that's why I said that because I was like, it's like saying the Panthers are <laughs> in the Super Bowl. It's like, dude, you're really they're, fucking aiming high there. <laughs> they're, they're not statistically eliminate, eliminated yet. So <laughs> Yeah, there's still, there's still a chance statistically. They got to pull it out their ass, but. Same with Regan. There's still statistically a chance he can yep. play really, really well. He just has to pull it the fuck off. Everything has to be perfect. But I I have Derek winning, obviously. But then mm -hmm. my second is Hottie. But I think what's going to happen is that because of his age, Hottie's going to basically pass the torch down to Derek and then walk off into the sunset. I think we're looking at Hottie's <laughs> last... Uh, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, I thought you meant like literally he's going to show up and just leave. <laughs> no, 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 but I um, think that no, I, I it's going to be an emotional – Yeah, I, I, I think he's going to do it on stage there at the Olympia. He's going to win True. second. Like, you know how they do – you know, they announce the, the first place person's name and then obviously whoever's left is second because they want to do that for the dramatic effect. Um, yeah. And they're going to call – 
they're going to call Lunsford to, for the win. Heidi's going to get second. I think they're going to, he's going to have some translator on stage with him and they're going to do some big thing about retiring and going up to the sunset and how, whether or not he positions Derek and the other guys to be like the next generation kind of, and same thing, like big Rami's old too. Big Rami's got to be, I want to say he's 39 or something like that. And so I know his age, um, yeah. I, 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 I I, I think that we've got a couple guys on their way out. And obviously, Big Rami's not uh, compete, competing this year. But I think if he did, he would be kind of in the same boat. Because, you know, there's there's only certain... Unless you're on, like, a winning streak, there's no reason to keep doing it late into, you know, your late 30s and even into your 40s. Like, Ronnie's situation was different because Ronnie was on a winning streak. Um, and so, like, there's only very specific reasons to keep doing it because you're really messing yourself up when you're, you know, continuing to aggressively push, especially on men's open side, once you get into those later years. So I think that Hottie's going to, you know, walk off into the sunset after this one. Um, then obviously I have my aggressive Regan push in the, in the three hole, which is, I'm going to eat my words on that one, but I really want it to happen. Um, and then I got Nick Walker and Hunter Labrada that fills out my top five. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so I looked it up. Hottie is actually 36. He's a lot younger than I expected. I thought he was almost 40 now. But he's 36. No, I know, but I think I, I think that Yeah, I think that if Hottie doesn't win, he's going to call it. Because if he wins, yeah, that starts that. a winning streak. And then you have to keep going. But yeah. if he gets second or even worse, I think that I think he's going to call it quits. I, I could see that, and it would make I wouldn't be surprised if he if he does retire if he doesn't win if he wins I mean obviously he's yeah. got to keep going but um and he I mean of course he wants to win he wants to bring that honor back to the Middle East and all that but um yeah so we'll see how that goes can you imagine gonna, I was gonna say huh? can you imagine you saw how big the I mean he got a statue and everything for winning it once can you imagine if he breaks off like five in a row how wild Iran would be going for him. <laughs> Yeah, it, would it would be, be insane. Yeah, it would <laughs> this, be. Would they be have they they would make like a um if you ever think of like the old Greek uh like pillar statues, <laughs> one yeah, of the they, giant like twenty foot tall ones. <laughs> didn't they make one for him, or was that Big Rami or something? Didn't they? No, no, they 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 have one for Hottie, but it's a ten foot one. Um, it's still yeah, massive. Okay. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, they're gonna do like enormous ones for him. <laughs> it's gonna be like that giant, like Jesus statue in in Rio, yeah, where it's like exactly. his arms be spread out, just looking over <laughs> Iran. But it's, but it's one of his like, uh, it's a five double. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd be interesting to see. But uh, yeah, I looked at uh, I completely forgot Simpson Dowda won uh on Classic this year for for Men's Open. Completely forgot he did that. Classic, um, you said? Uh, Arnold Classic, the show, the Arnold Classic. Oh, 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 oh. I was, I yeah, was going to no, say, he's, he's a no, he open. open. Yeah, I know. He, yeah. he won. No, no, no. Um, so, yeah, I forgot he won uh, Arnold Classic Men's Open last year. And uh, so, I mean, we'll see how he places. I think he'll place really well, but we'll see how that goes. So, moving on, we should probably just move on to the next one, really. Um, the we big should one. do. Uh... Well, I was going to say, why don't we do uh, men's physique just because that's going to be more of a one-sided conversation. Then we can just get into classic right. um, because yeah. for those who don't know, like I, 
I love bodybuilding. I'm I'm very invested in the world, but it hurt. It like I just can't get invested in men's physique. Um, and it's you know to each their own. Like it's this is a very judgmental sport, and just I can't get into it. But that's like Paul's shit right there. So <laughs> here's gonna, the gonna let gonna let him you know news. go off on it. Yeah. So the good news is with men's physique now, the weight cap for the heights they're all they all compete at the same time right so there's no like when you do men's physique there's no like height classes you know just an npc there's no height classes in in pro competitors or co- pro competitions for men's physique they all go out at the same time essentially um so like national and regional shows you have the height classes but when you're competing a pro you could be standing you could be five six standing next to a six foot three guy i mean it, it just it all just depends on you know, who you end up standing next to. So in the show in, in men's physique, now the weight caps have gone a lot higher uh, for men's physique in general. It, it's a lot heavier than a lot of people thought, uh, which does, you know, push some people out. My coach now has to do classic because he'd be too heavy for his weight cap for his height. I mean, he'd be over the weight cap, but it also really does give a lot of guys a lot of size. I mean, I know guys who could put on t- over 20 pounds of muscle, essentially for the show and still be under their weight cap, you know? So, uh, and they're pros too. So like these guys can put out a lot of size. Also, I want to say the VP, the guy who announces, let me look up his name. I always forget. I think it's the Alex or something. Um, let's see. Uh, I, I don't even know what to look up, but it's like the IFBB guy who announces shit this guy this guy wait uh t Mannion. yep tyler Mannion. so he's the one who announces shit uh for the ifbb i want to say i have to look back in the video he's talking about men's physique uh weight caps i want to say he actually said that his the legs aren't necessarily going to be judged but they're going to be taken into account for overall proportions so they're not going to reward chicken legs, you know, like that's going to hurt you. You got to yeah. have a proportionate body. You got to be able to stretch out your board shorts. You got to, you know, the board shorts getting shorter and shorter, shorter basically each year. And they're starting to require that. Like you can't have baggy shorts anymore. That's a requirement. Now you have to have tight shorts, uh, which makes sense. So men's physique is going to get a lot more respect. Most likely going forward. Everybody's going to get bigger and bigger legs. Uh, a lot of men's physique guys are going to get bigger in size as well. Uh, and we'll see if the posing goes in any direction. But, I mean, men's physique really is becoming like true bodybuilders. Um, it's it's only a little bit a little bit smaller than classic physique, literally, at the end of the day. So we did talk about that. You know, my weight cap would be 209 in men's physique, 219 in classic. So, I mean, the difference in weight, you know, right there is really – it's a lot – but it's also not as much as people think, you know? So it's, people would expect like another 15, 20 pounds at least, but it's only 10. So uh, granted, you could be the same weight from one show to the next and have a completely different physique. You know, the weight doesn't really matter too, too much, but you could put on that weight and be okay. With that being said, men's physique top five uh, is going to be difficult because a lot of these guys who competed in last year's Olympia. Let me look up the results. Um, last year's Olympia. Um, and for those that competed uh, this year, throughout the year to get qualified for the Olympia, 
they competed separately a lot of the time. So it's hard to say like who's gonna place where. Um, so like for instance, last year it was Aaron Banks, then it was Brandon Hendrickson, then it was Diago Montenegro. Where they place this year is hard to say just because, you know, like uh, Corey Morris improved a lot between last year's Olympia and this year's Olympia, you know, so hard to say where he's going to place. And when they do compete in these pro shows, it's it's like, how do we compare them? Because they're at two different shows. So really the only ones we could really compare like directly as of recent was Aaron Banks and uh, Kyron Holden because Kyron Holden, who got uh, sixth last year at the Olympia with Aaron winning, Kyron beat Aaron at a recent pro show. So Aaron got second and Kyron got first, which is fucking awesome. I'm so happy to see that. Uh, you know, Aaron has a crazy physique, but at the same time, I just really don't think he should be rewarded just off his personality alone. The dude's just not a good guy at all. I know that should not be taken into account in shows, but it makes you root against them. You know, it's, it's yeah, but I mean, you can't avoid it because the the whole point of bodybuilding is judgment. Of course, like that like of course. we we judge the physical aspects, and if you're predisposed to someone in a negative way, you naturally can't view their physique in a in a good light. And whether it's it's kind of like trying to find an unbiased jury for a murder trial. Regardless of whether or not people are invested in it, if someone, if like if the person on, and again, this is an obscure example, but if someone is on trial for like murdering a kid, you are never going to find a jury that will look favorably upon that person, even if they're not invested in it. And again, super yeah. obscure ob ob example, but the point being is that with, you know, such a negative, you know, mindset and personality, and we've talked about him in the past. Um, but if, when you have that, it's impossible to truly look at him in a in a you know positive light physically, regardless of if he brings the best package or not. Yeah, he has a phenomenal physique. Don't get me wrong; like I think his physique looks insane. His back is like it looked like it was three D printed. It didn't even look real. Like it was so symmetrical, <laughs> smooth in the in his recent pro show that he got second. It doesn't even look fucking real. Um, but I root against him just because of who he is as a person, you know, it's just, he's not a nice guy. So I just root against him. If he wins, I understand. I completely understand why, you know, physically he's, he's a fucking specimen, but you know, just as a person, I don't, I don't like, you know, him, I guess it's just from what I've seen and what I've heard him say and stuff like that. So excuse me, guys, I'm just, um, getting over cold here. Um, with that being said, I do actually have Aaron as first for the Olympia. Uh, I was talking to someone recently and he made a good point. He said, uh, Aaron didn't even look like he was a hundred percent. Kyron looked a hundred percent at the show. Aaron didn't look a hundred percent. He still had some, he had some room to, to work with. You know, he had some, he had some potential additional fat to come off. Um, mainly in his obliques, really. I mean, once I saw his obliques, I'm like, all right, Aaron, his obliques and his lower back was really where he struggled the most. Which, I mean, when we're talking about these guys, we're talking like you'll never see someone in person as lean as the guy, these guys are on stage. Like even like 10th oh, yeah. place is leaner than you'll ever see walking on the street. But with that being said, it's just when you're comparing all these guys together, Aaron could have lost a little bit of fat in his lower back. His obliques could have had a little bit more work. I think it really just came down to water most likely. But again, at the same time, like he 
still has some work to work ro- ro- room to work with. For that reason, I put him at first because he has the time and the ability to do that. I do have Kyron Holden at second. I think he's gotten crazy since last year. Uh, he has put on some size. He was actually supposed to compete in classic for a lot of the shows this year, but he decided to move back to men's physique. So he's got the size. We know that he's got the conditioning dude. Look fucking insane at his recent pro show. I think he's got a phenomenal physique. I absolutely love his physique. I think it looked great. Uh, for third, I have Brendan Hendrickson. He placed second last year for the Olympia. Uh, I believe he won a pro show this year as well. So it's very possible he could place top three. I would not be surprised if he placed second again. Uh, he looks great every time he competes. So we'll see how that goes. I have fourth, Ryan Terry. He won seventh last year at the Olympia. Ryan Terry is kind of like Regan a little bit, like for you, stuff. I'm kind of just like rooting <laughs> for him because he's like the only fucking white dude up there. So I'm rooting for the white guy because men's physique is dominated by black physiques. And that's just a reality when it comes to aesthetics uh, and something like men's physique. Oftentimes, uh, you know, African-American descent, you know, African descent, African lineage has much more ability to, to have that physique. You know, so men's physique is great for guys who have uh, African uh, ancestors. With that being said, there are a few very, very aesthetic and very successful white guys. Uh, Ryan Terry's one of them. He looks great. He's done a lot for the division. He's done a lot for the competition in general. He's got a lot of followers. You know, he's got he's got a big fan base, four and a half million followers on Instagram. Like that's the most I think out of any men's physique competitor. So mm. he he's got a lot of people backing him. He's done a lot. He's a nice guy from what I've seen. You know, he's always got a smile on his face. So I root for him heavily. Could he place top five? Absolutely. I could totally see him placing top five. Uh, will he place top three? That's another conversation. I mean, it's it's going to be hard for him to place top three, but I would be really happy to see him place top three. Obviously, I want him to place the best he can. Um, there are a lot of guys this year that I think, given more time, could potentially win the Olympia going forward. Um, and you, Emmanuel Hunter is one of them. I don't have him in top five, but I could totally see him getting top five not too long from now. Same with, um, I just had his name. Oh, Ben Quill Pierre. Um, I could see him placing really really well soon he doesn't have the size i don't think yet but conditioning absolutely the dude is dice to the gills uh so with that being said i want to say i have fifth andre ferguson andre has improved a lot since last year's olympia um he took some time off i believe before last year's olympia anyways so he, you know, put on some size, put on a little bit of fat, I believe. So with this year's Olympia coming around, having done more competitions, having focused more on the Olympia, I think he could place really well. And people forget for a while there, like 2014, 2015, something like that. And for quite a few years, Andre and Brandon Hendrickson. So Andre Ferguson and Brandon Hendrickson were going at it one and two. And it, it fought back and forth between like, you know, Olympia or classic pro show or stuff like that. So it was like a feud. It was like a, they even, they even uh, talked about it on Generation Iron. I believe it was either two or three Generation Iron um, where they like interviewed both and talked to both and talked to them how they're doing and whatnot, you know, how they're doing, you know, their competitions and everything. And it like, it really was like 
you know, a battle is the way they kind of portrayed it. So um, I'm hoping Andre places top five. Brandon just came in better, a lot better last year. I mean, Andre got 10th where Brandon got uh, second. So based off that alone, I put Brandon higher than Andre, but I am hoping that Andre places top five. Yeah. So that's the physique for you. So it's Aaron Banks, Kyron Holden, Brandon Hendrickson, Ryan Terry, and then Andre Ferguson. That's my top five. But again, I think two through five could be really anything. Probably three through five could really be anything or anyone. But I think top two, I still am very, very heavy towards Aaron Banks winning. And then I think Kyron could definitely get second, in my opinion. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. There's a lot of other guys that yeah. can play. In and I was going to say, too, a lot of uh, – and we the reason why we keep saying is we will see is because it's truly a day-to-day sport. So, like – you know, one day someone will come in better than the other person. And regardless of how they've been posting or how their first session went, like everything is day to day. So anything could change. And that's why uh, so much of it is up in the air. It's like judging. It's like saying who you think. So imagine, imagine for anybody listening who doesn't fully grasp it, imagine football, right? Imagine all you've seen is the results of like last year's games, all you see is they're practicing, and then you have to predict who's going to win this Super Bowl. It's it's yeah. kind of what it is because like a lot of these guys aren't competing throughout the year. A couple of them are, um, you know, to get qualified stuff like that. Uh, and all you see is like photos and training and stuff like that. So it's like you got to kind of use the materials you're given to kind of make a guesstimate of who who's going to place where, but then at the end of the day, it's not a team sport. It's not like you could probably better predict who's going to win the Super Bowl than you can predict like out of a hat, basically. If you didn't know any of these names, you couldn't pick who's going to be the Olympia. Like you have a better chance of predicting the Super Bowl just because it's a team sport. You know, it's not up to one person. You could have one guy not playing the best and still win. Where yeah. in bodybuilding, if you don't show up your best, you're going to you're gonna get destroyed. So it's all individual. So it's all just depends on you know, how they peak and all of that. That's so why I kept mentioning that peaking is uh, basically where you're full, but also low in fat. You don't get waterlogged at all. You don't take on anything prior to the show. Um, there's a lot that goes into it. There's so many variables, you know, your, your insulin sensitivity, your glycogen storages, um, your water intake, whether or not you shed it, you know, your digestion, your bowel movements, uh, your urination, everything takes into account your salt intake Everything goes into a show. I mean, even just like when the show is can play a role. You know, your electrolytes plays a role. It's all that plays a role. So like these guys, every bodybuilder competitor, even if you're an expert, you still have a coach to guide you and help you through the process. And these coaches are paid because they know how peaks work and they know how these things work. So Aaron Banks works with this guy named, his Instagram name is Cuts. I forget his name, actual name, but he's Cuts. That's his name. Um, he got a nickname because he got stabbed like 10 times or something like that, like 10 years ago. So I forget when it was, but oh, that's shit. why he got this nickname cuts. Yeah. He got stabbed a bunch of times. So he survived. He's okay. Thank God. But uh, he is known for men's physique competitors. So he's really good at working with men's physique competitors. He has some classic competitors, but like, he's like the men's physique coach right now. You know, he's Kinda the guy like how, how Honey Rambod is like 
the men's open and classic guy. Yeah, he's Hani Rambod and then Milo Sarkev, second, I would say, are like the top two like judges right or not judges, coaches right now. Cuts is like the the coach right now for men's physique. Um yeah. so that's you know, they pay this guy probably a lot of money and he fucking gets them dialed in. You know, he'll work with one client for one show and he'll look better than he ever has. So that's <laughs> what these guys get paid for. So just however they show up to the show is is going to entirely depend on whether or not they peak properly. And then from there, just in comparison to everybody else, you know? So I think, again, I think Aaron's going to take it again this year, but we'll see. Hell yeah. I want Kyron. I want Ryan to take it, but I don't think that's going to happen. Not this year at least. <laughs> and then uh, we also have a, uh, a surprise competitor in the wheelchair division. I truly think that this is Christoph Knoll's year to uh, take the wheelchair division. <laughs> He's uh, bringing in a package unlike anyone else. Dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> Christoph Knoll. What the fuck? He's walking out on stage. <laughs> <laughs> does like a, does it like, like a double take? Oh, shit. Falls over. <laughs> yeah. You're like, you're like I forgot. We're wearing a speedo for for classic and has a spray tan done to the bottom half and goes oh shit <laughs> my bad my bad I forgot to wear sweatpants <laughs> but yeah that would be that would be bad that would cause cause a lot of problems um, yeah but with that being said the big one classic yeah I got thinking? I got some crazy stuff all right so. I'm going to go up. I'm going to go from five up to one because okay. I, I've i got some drama at the top. So All right. let's see. Let's see. I think Terrence Ruffin brings in the five. I think, uh, okay. I mean, I'm, I've am i been coming around on Ruffin. I wasn't huge on him to start, but I've been coming around on him. And okay. I mean, obviously it's tough to tell because so much of his stuff is filtered. Like his Instagram is like just pure filter. Um, so it's tough to really get a good grasp on him, but he does look pretty darn good. Then in the four, I've got, I've got Vissers. I've got, uh, um, oh, shit, what's his first name? Um, Wes Wesley, Wesley Vissers. Um, yeah. I've, I don't know. I've, I've been pulling for him for a bit. He didn't really have the size before, but he looks with the, with the increased size caps, he's looking big and you know, He's got the the Arnold mentoring, so I think that he's gonna bring you know a really good, really good package. So I think four there. Um, I hate that he. I don't think he's gonna pull through, but I think Dino is in the three. I I you know I was really hoping last year he would have taken it and you know dethroned Bum, but I think he drops. I think he's in the three. Um, and then this is where it gets really spicy. Um. I think that, do you remember, uh, boy, I, the only one I can think of is there was a, there was an O, there's an Olympia where Arnold and this other dude were tied and like after prejudging and everything, and they made the two dudes come out and just do a bunch of poses again. Did you ever hear about that? I, it was in, I, the only reason I know about it is because it was in his book. Um, but I'd have to look out. I forget who it was. Was it Frank Zane? It might've been. Yeah. But Frank, I don't know. Re regardless, they after they, they the judges couldn't come to a decision, so they had the two guys come back out. That's the moral of the story, regardless of who it was against. And Franco, because, Franco Colombo. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Um, but I think that 
because of the increased size, and I don't know if you've seen some of Urza's pictures, he is fucking huge now. And I think when, mm-hmm. he, and he already last year, so he brought in the third best package last year, and he had just gotten over a sickness, so he wasn't even at 100%. So I think him at 100% with the increased size, it's, the, the judges are not going to be able to pick originally between the him or Sebum. Um, so I think they're going to come back out, have a drama-filled pose-off in front of everybody. And I do think but I do think Sebum still takes it, but I think that there's going to be a lot of drama between those two, and it's going to be like a wake-up call for Sebum because Sebum has run this division now for four years, and especially last year and the year before, it wasn't even close. Um, but I think this year is going to be like an, oh shit, Urz is coming to play and then potentially setting up a next year dethroning. Um, but I think that there's going to be a lot of drama up at the top. And I think that they're going to do that kind of, you know, all right, gentlemen, come back out. We can't figure it out. Do another pose off. And I I think Urz is going to give him a real darn good run for his money this year. Okay. Interesting. So that's the that's what you were hinting at earlier. Yeah. So Seabum, Urz, uh, Dino, okay. Vissers, and Ruffin. That's my one through five. Okay. Interesting. See, so I got Seabum for first because, of course. Do you think it's um, going to be I close, have... or do you think that it's going to be a blowout again? I think it's going to be not as much of a blowout as last year, but I think it's going to be a clear winner. You know, okay. I think it's we're gonna see C Bum. We're gonna be like, okay, for sure he's got first. There's no, there's no question about it. But I don't think it's gonna yeah. be like last year where it's like, dude, this ain't even fair. Like last year was like, dude, <laughs> last year in the year division. before. <laughs> yeah, he was in his own division. Like the past, you know, recent Olympias. Like it just wasn't even, it wasn't even fair to the other competitors. So, well, there, um, there's so many like cutouts of that walkout of him doing and people don't understand. Like people outside of the bodybuilding world don't understand that when he walked out from there the crowd was like, holy fucking shit, what is this? Like, <laughs> Yeah, like, it's it doesn't even, like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, his physique is just so fucking absurd. It just doesn't make like, sense. Everyone on the outside world looking in was like, oh, cool, here's this cool bodybuilder walking out with some smoke entrance and everything, and us sitting there, like, in our seats going, Dad? <laughs> God? Is that God? God is embodied <laughs> yeah. in Ebom. He's the second coming. <laughs> but, no, I think... <laughs> I really think that he's going to take first and it's going to be clear winner again. Um, okay. Last year's sweep was pretty obvious, obviously. But like, I think this year it's a lot of competitors are getting closer and closer to him. Like Urs, for instance, I think Urs is like right on top of him. Um, he's not like, you know, give him like maybe another year, maybe two at the most. And like Urs would be like with Sebo at that point. I yeah. Think. Uh, but again, it's, we're going to have to see how he is on stage. It's that's going to play a role. So uh from there it's three through five is tough for me because it's like i think brian ainsley could even play second potentially because yeah brian brian had that problem where the weight cap was right at the point where i was like okay do i either sacrifice some size and compete in classic or do i commit and do men's open but now that they increased the weight cap for his height he can now comfortably compete in classic and be basically the size he wants to be. So like that worked out perfectly for him. It was like almost like the wake up was designed for him. So Brian with the size he could put on, uh, I think he could definitely play his top three even. Um, so like I have him like, 
I put him as like number six on my list, but it's a question mark. It could he could really place anywhere in the top five. It just depends on how he shows up because he might have put on too much size and not focus on conditioning as much. You know, obviously he'd want to focus on conditioning, but you know, my, he might have sacrificed a little bit of conditioning for some size. So I have him probably like realistically like third or fourth. But then I also well, have so like. I, uh, mm-hmm. I was going to say, I know you have the question mark on him. Do you think with the added size, there's any potential for him to take one? I mean, I know we talk about Seabum really laying and like, you know, being so much different than everyone else. But for a couple of years, it was it was Seabum versus Brian. So like, yeah. I'm, I'm wondering if with the added size, he might be able to bring in enough to to squeeze out a, like a, a sneak one or something like that personally i think with the look of classic physique i don't think so like yeah the classic physique look is almost like how close can we get to c-bomb is basically where we're at now like that's yes I classic that. especially when c-bomb and brian were kind of going at it classic was very much up in the air it's like where do we put the classic look like what are we looking for and it's like the the focus for classic obviously was like size symmetry conditioning it was all of it like it was like what can we do to make yeah, was, the best most appealing physique possible right it but, was original bodybuilding yeah the yeah the og 60s and 70s bodybuilding was what classic is today but now that we have sebum it's like okay this is what we're looking for like wide as mm-hmm. fuck lats like huge shoulders Sebum can use some bigger biceps, but I mean, come on, it's Sebum. You know, you know, big arms, tiny <laughs> ass fucking waist, good legs. You know, crazy glute striations. Like that's what we're looking for. Um, you put Sebum next to a men's open guy, and he looks small. Sebum looks small next to a men's open guy. So it's not about the size; it's the overall symmetry and aesthetics of Sebum that's become the classic look and that's why i could see wesley vissers doing well in the future i could see errors doing well because they have that classic look you know they got that crazy v taper crazy small waist good lat insertions for like the crazy like hourglass kind of thing they got going on so i don't think like it's like brian and ruffins kind of have that problem where they're on the shorter side so it's harder for them to have that tall classic bodybuilder look that's the yeah. problem. Like Sebum, I think is like six foot, six foot one, something like that. I he's think six one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's he's got that taller physique, which is kind of what classic is becoming. It's almost like classic is becoming like like a tall competitor's division, you know, which sucks because it kind of takes away from the smaller guys. But like that's why like two twelve exists is because men's opens like all right. Let's just be honest. The guys we're looking at are all like five nine at least. You know, so let's create 212 for the guys who are smaller height wise, who are shorter height wise, but can still have that same structure. They just can't put on the same size, you know. So I think like classic is kind of like that, where it's like, all right, the look we're going for in classic is going to require a taller physique. But like Ruffins and Breon kind of fit into it, it's just not quite, you know. It's tough. It's that's why they increased the weight cap, but we'll see how it goes. I think Brian could place really, really well. So I have him maybe third or fourth, and then I have Ramon. Um, and then from there I have Ruffins. And then after that, it really is just up to the judges. I mean, I'd like Franklin to place really well if he's competing. I can't find anything whether or not he's competing. Because I know he got second against Ruffins. 
but I can't find if he's even competing this year. It doesn't say he's qualified on Generation Iron's website, but that could change. I'm not sure if he's like hitting another show or something in the meantime. I haven't looked up into it before today's episode, but if he was competing, I would love for him to place top five. I love Franklin's physique, but I don't think that's realistic right now with it, with the competition that's going on. Like there's a lot of competition, good competition, classic. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. The good news is I don't have to root for an ethnicity because it's pretty mixed in classic, you know, it's, you got, you got your Spanish guys, you got your, your, uh, you know, Middle Eastern guys, you got your European guys, you got your African guys, you got every, the continent covered basically in classic. I mean, there is no like dominant uh, ethnicity there, which is interesting. Usually you kind of see it going in one direction, but uh, in this, in classic right now, it's, you know, C-bombs white, but that could definitely change very soon. You know, Ramon from Brazil, you know, it's, it's interesting to see that. Granted, men's opens also the same way kind of too, which is cool. I like I like seeing the the difference the the mix you know uh, the only guys who are kind of suffering is the as uh, our Asian counterparts they uh, they typically it's hard for them to compete in really any physique like they have the most fucking like aesthetic physiques ever but like they can never put on it's weird because it's like you see a lot of these Asian competitors like in Asian shows and they're like wow these guys look fucking crazy but then it's like either they don't have the size compared to the other competitors who compete like in America um, or they just don't fit into the look. It's like, they're just something just suffers, whatever it is, which sucks because there's so many great Asian competitors. Hiditata is a great one to, uh, as an example. Um, there's also a guy men's physique. That's a great example of that, which is um, Yoon Sung Lee. He's from South Korea. Great, great physique. Um, I do know someone, I think that has him in top five, actually. So I wouldn't be surprised if he places really well. There's also, uh, Ming Chae Sai, um, who's from Taiwan. So, I mean, it's, it's interesting to see that, but, uh, right now us whiteies got, uh, maybe men's open with Derek and for sure classic with Seabum. Well, I think it's funny with, with Seabum is that, you know, he's Canadian, but with his tan, when he steps on stage, you cannot tell he's Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, he lives in Florida now. I mean, he's not he's not that Canadian. No, I anymore. know. I know. But it's still, so. your complexion will be more like Canadians are whitey whites, you know? Reek is Canadian. People forget that. Yeah, yeah. He's whitey white. My hair. So many competitors are Canadian. People forget it. So fucking many. Um, and so many are from Egypt, too. Like, people people associate Big Rami with the Middle East. It's like, no, he's Egyptian. He's actually from Egypt. He lives in Kuwait. <laughs> I mean, he's not, you know, he's not in Egypt right now, but like, you know, he's from Egypt, you know, it's just everybody associates if you're, you're tan, you're probably from Middle East. If you're white, you're from America or Europe. Um, And if you're Spanish, you're from Brazil, which you're not even Spanish, you're Brazilian. (laughs) Well, well, Big Rami got all those muscles from uh, carrying water from the Nile to his family. That's, uh, (laughs) yeah, yeah, he's got Got, giant buckets buckets of water. That's funny. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting to see the uh, differences. A lot of Italy, a lot of Italy competitors as well. But yeah, USA which, just really which is dominated. funny because 
I, I think Italian competitors are funny because, you know, we have our diets which are locked in. Like, you know, it's like, hey, we just eat chicken and rice all day. And it's like the Italian competitors, what do you eat? Uh, Mama cooked the spaghetti today. <laughs> <laughs> Mama made a special sauce. No, I, if oh, I lived in Italy, I'd be For the fat, seventh yeah. day in a row. <laughs> I would love to go to Italy. I just don't think it'd be good for my health. I'd get a, I've had a yeah. cardiac, I go into cardiac arrest by the time I leave. Um, well, there's a reason a lot of like, you know, prominent Italian people have fairly large bellies and whatnot, you know, because you're packing on so many just dense carbs. carbs. You eat. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it is. That's how it is. I, 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 I want to experience it so bad, but I want to, I want to go to Italy and go eat cheeses from where they originate. Like eat mozzarella in mozzarella, you know, eat Parmesan in Parmesan, all that, you know, like have the OGs, OG cheese in the actual town that they're created in. Because like you can't technically have real mozzarella unless it's actually from mozzarella. The way it's made is the only way to actually have real mozzarella. All the other mozzarellas out there aren't even real mozzarella. And that's why I eat England in England. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I just, just beat English people. <laughs> there's this video i saw today this guy was like this this lady was like uh all these americans you know we want to be rock stars and millionaires and the president and all that and then she's like europeans aren't like that and he's like well they can't be the president because they're european but also all of us <laughs> americans are millionaires and rock stars and then one of the comments goes one of the comments goes yeah i wouldn't have much ambition either if i lived off of beans and toast <laughs> i'm like damn <laughs> There's so many jokes about like how England like fought so many wars and like killed so many people for spices just to never use it in their food. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, damn, that's so good. That's the, so funny. The, the silk trade just to be dressed in knickers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then just fight everybody, kill everybody just to ban guns and get stabbed all the time. Fucking wild country. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so those are our predictions. So uh, as a recap, two through five on any of these could really go any any way. So I have Derek Lunsford, Heidi Chupin, Nick Walker, Hunter Labrada, and then Samson Dowda. Two through five there could be really any combination of those four. Classic, I have Seabum for first for sure. So like first for each of these, I'm like, yeah, these guys are going to win first. Like Aaron, Seabum, and Derek, I could see winning first for sure yeah. in all their divisions. Two through five. I think is going to be Urs, Ramon, Ruffins, and Breon. How they place, I don't know. I think realistically, I think it's going to be Urs, Breon, Ramon, Ruffins is what I think. Then men's physique, I got Aaron, Kyron, Holden, Brennan Hendrickson, Ryan Terry, and then Andre Ferguson. I think Aaron and Ky- Aaron's going to win. I think Kyron's going to get top three. Brennan, Ryan, and, and Andre is going to be completely up in the air. Corey Morris could totally come in and fucking take top five, even top three, maybe. I could I wouldn't be surprised by that at all. Um Yutsung Lee could place really well. We also got um uh what's his name? Why am I trying to blink? Uh we got fucking uh Diago. Is it yeah, Diago Montenegro. He could place really well this year as well. He could place top three. You know, it's men's physique, I think to me, is the one that's like really up in the air for like top five. But I still have Aaron as first and Kyron top three for sure. But that's basically my list right there. Um, 212, oh, yeah. 
I still have Sean Clarita winning. He's just been dominating in that division. There's really no competition there. I'd like to see Hiditari Yamagishi place top three, but you know he's on the other side as well. I don't think he's going to play super amazing, but we'll see how that goes. Um, I would not be surprised if he doesn't place top three. There's also John Jewett and Chris Jones. Those guys are great. Keon Pearson, I could see top three in men's 212. Um, I could totally see, now that I think about it, I could totally see Keon Pearson top three. For sure. Like second or third, I would not be surprised if Keon Pearson plays top three. Um, Keon is, if you guys want to imagine his physique, he's basically shaped like a Dorito. Like a 3D Dorito. You know, it's like <laughs> Dorito puffs. That's how he's built. He's fucking crazy looking. His shoulders are like three times the size of his waist. Dude's wild. Um, but then with that being said, um, Derek for first for sure. Hottie, probably top three. Nick, Hunter, and Samson can go any direction so we'll see but that's my list get a week next time we talk to you guys we'll know the we yeah. should know more i've results. got uh kevin larone winning every all of my divisions <laughs> yeah he need he deserves it we got to give him at least three medals just to make up for it <laughs> i think you just lagged a bit there but Anyways, sorry. Um, you're good. Yeah. You want to go through your list real quick? We'll call it a day. Yeah, if my internet holds up. But uh, I'll just rush through it. Open, I got Lunsford, uh, Hottie, Regan, Walker, and then Labrada. Um, Regan Grimes. Come on, baby. Don't don't make me eat my words. Uh, three, and then Classic, I just got. crazy. <laughs> Uh, then I've got uh, classic Seabum, Urs, Dino, Vissers, and Ruffin. Okay. All right. We'll see how this goes. I'm excited for this year's Olympia. I think it's the competition's getting fiercer, I think. Especially Men's Physique. Yeah, Men's Physique is for sure. getting so fucking crazy. Um, so that'd be interesting to see. So I, I'm excited for this year's Olympia. Well, next time we'll talk. Maybe, maybe we could try to see if we could record on Sunday, maybe to go over the results real quick. Because yep. uh, Sunday, next weekend, everything will be done. Saturday and Friday. Friday, Saturday is when everything happens. So we'll uh, maybe touch base Sunday next week and tell you guys what we think of the results. Um, obviously, like, I mean, I'm not going to pay, pay for the pay-per-view. I'm not going to sit there and watch. I usually just watch the highlights. You know, I just watch the finals. And then I look at prejudging photos, really, at the end of the day. I don't really pay for most, like, videos. The only ones I paid for is, like, people that I know who are competing. Um, it to me, it's like I'd rather just see the actual competition itself. There's a lot of stuff that goes on between. Like shows are so fucking long, people don't realize that shows are very long. So, uh, it's hard for me to sit down and watch shows like that. So I'll probably won't pay for, pay for the pay per view. I'll probably just look at the highlights afterwards, and then uh, we'll talk about the results. Oh yeah, I'll find an illegal stream of it and just watch the whole thing. <laughs> I think I looked it up. I think I looked it up last year. I think they're they're out there. They're sure sure for sure out oh, there. For sure. Absolutely. I wonder who's gonna be the announcer this year. I wonder if it's gonna be Dwayne Johnson again. I would I love it. If year, uh I, I would love it if Bruce uh what's his name? Bruce uh, uh Biffer uh, I forget his name. The the MMA guy. Um Oh yeah. The are you ready to that would be guy? that would be electric if if Bruce did it. 
He, he takes say, his job so seriously. <laughs> I want to say he actually did it at one point. I could be wrong. Um, let me look this up. Just blanking on his last name, but his first name's Bruce. Um, let me see. Uh, yeah, it's, there's no like list of like of like uh, guys who've announced the uh, Olympia and stuff like that. The big one is Bob Chicharillo. Citrillo, I don't know. I do know Dwayne Johnson did it one year as well, but um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see who's who's doing it this year. I know a lot of the like commentators on the judging side of things, like um, Ray Lewis, I think has done it a lot. Um, and then usually it's like it's usually like previous competitors. It's like if you ever watch racing. The guys who comment on the races have almost guaranteed competed in the actual race. So, like F one, the three guys who like three or four guys who actually like commentate on this on the races have raced F one. Same with indie racers, yeah. all that raced in the car. So they'll say like what it's actually like doing it and what those guys are going through. So like a lot of the time, the the guys commentating on the posing and all of that actually competed in the Olympia. So they have more insight as to the process and all of that, which makes sense, you know. Well, for for a while, there was uh, Triple H from WWE was 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 doing uh, the Olympia stuff. That's pretty sick. I mean, it's a huge yeah. com- it's a huge competition. People don't realize how big it is. It's fucking huge. Yeah, like Dwayne Johnson, like that's crazy. He's he's like the biggest actor in the world right now. Anybody, imagine, everybody knows who Dwayne Johnson is. Imagine they do an intro for the for the announcer, and they're like. And your announcer for the 2023 men's uh, Mr. Olympia, baby, don't hurt me. And Michael, oh, Hearn just Michael Hearn. Walk, walks right off the stage. <laughs> I could have, I, I, when you're saying, like, imagine they said this, and I was like, I was like, they're gonna like, Christoph Noll, you're just like, could we resist this show? <laughs> what don't women understand about men? Cheeseburgers. Cheeseburgers. Uh, but all right. Appreciate you guys listening. Um, we will stay tuned for the Olympia results. Um, with that being said, you guys enjoy your week. Thanks for listening. We're excited about next weekend. It's going to be a good one. Hell yeah. All right, guys. All right. We'll see you. Peace.